Section 10 of Birds, Volume 3, Number 4, April 1898. Recorded for LibriVox.org by Jen Broda. The Nightingale. You have heard so much about the Nightingale that I am sure you will be glad to see my picture. I am not an American bird. I live in England and am considered the greatest of all bird vocalists. At midnight, when the woods are still and everyone ought to be asleep, I sing my best. Some people keep awake on purpose to hear me. One gentleman, a poet, wept because my voice sounded so melancholy. He thought I leaned my breast up against a thorn and poured forth my melody in anguish. Another wondered what music must be provided for the angels in heaven when such music as mine was given to men on earth. All that sounds very pretty, but between you and me, I'd sing another tune if a thorn should pierce my breast. Indeed, I am such a little bird that a big thorn would be the death of me. No, indeed, I am always very happy when I sing. My mate wouldn't notice me at all if I didn't pour out my feelings in song both day and night. That is the only way I have to tell her that I love her and to ask her if she loves me. When she says yes, then we go to housekeeping, build a nest, and bring up a family of little nightingales. As soon as the birdies come out of their shell, I literally change my tune. In place of the lovely music which everybody admires, I utter only a croak, expressive of my alarm and anxiety. Nobody knows the trouble of bringing up a family better than I do. Sometimes my nest, which is placed on or near the ground, is destroyed with all the little nightingales in it. Then I recover my voice and go to singing again. The same old song, I love you, I love you, do you love me? Toward the end of summer, we leave England and return to our winter home way off in the interior of Africa. About the middle of April, we get back to England again, the gentleman nightingales arriving several days before the ladybirds. End of section 10. This recording is in the public domain.